0: by interviewing insightful guests from across the globe. The Healing Place podcast is a fiscally sponsored project of Fractured Atlas.
1: Welcome everybody to the Healing Place podcast. I am your host, Terry Welbrock, and so happy to have with me today, Dr. Dana, and I'm going to let her say her beautiful last name, (laughs) Phyllis Saint. Phil Saint. Okay. Yes. I, it, it, it went out of my head and I was saying it one way in my head As I was, I was looking all, at all of your website and your wonderful, beautiful work in the world. And I was afraid it was going to come out of my mouth like that. So she is lead counselor and CEO of mind care, psychologist, social worker. Um, yes. But did you say medical missionary as well? Yes. Oh my gosh. Just beautiful. And, um I'm just so thrilled to have you here today. To our topic's going to be forgiveness, but we are going to probably steer into some other other subjects according to our our pre-recording conversation. So <laughs> So welcome. So tell everybody, yes, who you are and what you do.
2: Yeah, I'm Dr. Danny Saint. I love dealing with the mind and uh and bringing truth to the world and and I guess one of the things that I felt compelled to do is bring in subject that people are afraid to talk about as if uh, you know there's something wrong with it or talk about God. There's nothing wrong with talking about God and healing when we're talking about bringing a broken heart, broken mind back in unity. And so that's what I'm about. Um, and I've traveled uh, quite a few places and I have been doing this work for about 20, 21 years now, so.
1: Wonderful. Yes, well, we found we connected on what was ACE's connection and now PACE's connection. They br- pulled the positivity part of it into it, added that P at the beginning. And you had written uh, just an amazing blog piece that I resonated with and commented on and we had a a little discussion there and I thought to myself I have to have this beautiful soul onto the Healing Place podcast because yes what you wrote was just so incredibly powerful so can you just really touch upon what it what your philosophies are on forgiveness
2: yeah so, you know, if we just look at the dictionary, talk about forgiveness being something that we have to do deliberately and consciously. And one thing that I think people forget often time too, is it's actually a choice that we have as well. It's it's an optional choice, um, but it's more about the feeling that's involved in it as well that uh, um, that's ours that we tend to overlook and thinking that it has something to do with the person only. And so therefore there's a lot of a hardness of hearts and and, and, and thoughts that I cannot forget this person. But the healing comes when we acknowledge that, you know, the Bible tells us that we are to forgive. Uh, when we actually forgive, it's a burden that's lifted off of us. Uh, and and it's, it's an opportunity for healing. You know, I love the name of your, your podcast, The Healing Place. If you can take this concept of forgiveness and bring it into your, your own life, you will actually find that healing. The healing will start taking place and you you really will start wondering why not do it earlier? <laughs> you know? And it's it's a freeing burden, you know, that, that that burden that you're carrying for so long that just um, you know, you give that up. You give that burden up. And it feels just as you mentioned, so much lighter. Oh just, my gosh.
1: Yes. I know for me personally, one of my most powerful moments in life was uh when I was 21 and 22, I was involved in, in two bank robberies. Um, one, a gun was held to my head. The perpetrators got away. They stabbed my coworker with a hunting knife. Perpetrators got away, came back three months later um, to a branch, our main office where I had just moved. And uh, only this time, the the perpetrator who had held the gun to my head would pull the trigger and murder my coworker, Marsha Berger. Well, I always just kind of kept tabs on him through the years I was always afraid he was going to get out and finish the job he you know didn't pull the trigger on me and so I just would watch and I had his prison information and his number and I would just check and make sure he was still in Mm -hmm. and I went in one time and this was back in oh my gosh I want to say 2017 and I couldn't find him and I was like oh my gosh so long story long (laughs) I got a hold of the prison and they said, oh yeah, he just, he died three weeks ago in prison. And I'm not kidding when I say I fell to my knees, I was in my office and fell to my knees, tears streaming down my face. And my first words were, oh my gosh, I hope he found forgiveness. I hope he found, like I, my. I mean, I'm getting goosebumps on my arms and my heart just fills with joy because I never wanted to hate him. I never wanted, because I had come to a place where I thought, "What was his childhood like?" Like I was, I was starting to understand Aces, and mm-hmm. like, what what did he go through? I don't know his journey, and I, I'm not excusing his behaviors, mm-hmm. but I was able to come to a place of forgiveness for this little boy that he once was. Um, and it was just, it was a very, very healing moment for he and I, um, because we truly were in a relationship. It was a, it was a toxic relationship, but um, we had been pulled together by these two events. And um, so I prayed for him a lot that he was able to find peace and I hope he has.
2: Right, that's right. And it's not for us to figure that piece out, you know. Once we've done our part, I call it the heart work. You know, heart work, forgiveness is the heart work And, and this is what heart stands for. Healthy, empathetic, admirable, recovery treatment. (laughs) It really is a hard work and you put all that in It's very healthy. You know, the scientists show science uh, research has shown that when you actually forgive, there's healing that comes for you physically, your heart is better. Your lungs are better. There's, you know, your immune system is also improving. So just, and there's another research that I saw was fascinating. Just the thought of forgiveness brings healing to your body. Imagine that. So there's and that and empathetic part is just is math, exactly what you just mentioned. What were they going through to even conceptualize to do such, you know, evilness to another person? So, you know, you start feeling that empathy for them. And, then, and it's very admirable. That's another part about it. You know, the A's for admirable. The fact that not so many people can do this <laughs> forgiveness act. And it's something about it that God himself had to put in us to say, I need to forgive. And So it becomes very admirable. You're becoming like God in a sense, you know, only God can give us that power to forgive evil, you know, that has been done to us. So it becomes very admirable. And then of course you start recovering from this injury of whatever to happen. And it's the best treatment ever, you know, one of the best treatments. So I call it the heart work. It's definitely a heart work.
1: Yes. It's so beautiful. I absolutely love that acronym. Yes. And, and it's Everything you said about it is so very true, um, and wow, what a weight that lifts when you're able to find. But it is, as we've discussed, a controversial subject because many people will say there's absolutely no way I can, will, need to forgive. Um, I am just going to carry on. But I've I've talked to my sons about it a lot and said that. You know, there's, there's this resonating anger that, that stays when you, or this resonating whatever it is that, that lingers when you cannot forgive.
2: That's right. That's so true. And it's a it's a, it's a feeling that you're carrying around. The other person may not even thinking about it. They may not be thinking about the thought of, um, you know, I've done bad. Because if, if they're really that wicked, which a lot of them are, their concept of, you know, Uh, of of doing good is gone from them. And so you're wasting your time and energy and they're living their lives in such a way. Um, You know, of course, the Holy spirit can bring conviction to them and they can seek out forgiveness too. And that's another part too. Sometimes they will come and ask you for forgiveness. If they do that, what do you do then? You say, no, I'm not going to forgive you. But even if they don't ask for forgiveness, it's still our duty to do that. Um, Again, healing cannot take place unless forgiveness is there. It's not possible. So you'll have years and years of therapy only to get you back to the same spot of, man, I need something else. (laughs) And that something else is forgiveness. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, I've heard of people therapy treatment for years and years over, you know, the same concept, the same thing that happened to them. And they still haven't touched that concept of forgiveness. So this is one of the most important aspects of dealing with hurt. Yes. Very much so.
1: And I know I just kept being pulled to it. I kept finding myself, again, angel whispers, God signs, whatever it is you want to call it. I kept being pushed in that direction. And then so then I, someone would come across my radar who would talk about writing letters of forgiveness. And so I did that and wrote letters of forgiveness to all of my perpetrators. And then somebody came across my radar that talked about Ho'oponopono Hawaiian healing, which is a prayer of forgiveness. And so I did that. And so I kept, I, I, again, I kept steering, it just kept coming across. And I I finally was like, yeah, this is, this is something I really need to, really need to do.
2: Deal. You know, one of my favorite uh, Bible texts on forgiveness is found in Mark 11, 25 and 26. Uh, you know, a lot of times people will say that they're praying. I prayed, I prayed for healing and it's just not happening. I'm still angry and bitter. Uh, but this is what this text says. It says, when you stand praying, forgive. If you have ought against any, that your father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. So, I mean, that's the first thing it says. If you go, if you're going to go out there and start praying. You need to forgive. And yeah. then <laughs> all these beautiful things happen. God himself will start forgiving you and then he'll, you know, he'll give you peace. He'll give you all of the desires of your heart as, you know, we're, we read it in Psalm as well. And so there's that concept that we're called to do. It's actually a calling. And you mentioned it very beautifully when you said I just felt, you know, I, I was going coming back to that same topic, the idea of I need to forgive. Yeah, you do. We all do. And here's the thing too, because we're a human being, all of us have, have done wrong, all of us. And so there's aspects of our lives that we're going to need forgiving to be forgiven for. And so not that, you know, I think for us, sometimes we have this degree of, well, this is greater than this, you know? And so this hurt, you know, was probably very small what I've done, but to someone else, it might have, cause them great pain, you know, cause words are very, can be very painful. Some things that we might have said that we accidentally said that we can never take back. Uh, those are c- concepts that we too would probably need forgiven for. And so when we recognize just how bad humanity can be, <laughs> you know, we don't always mean to do evil, but we do, all of us have. And so there's going to be times in our life that we're going to need to be forgiven. For and so if you want forgiveness for your trespasses, the things that you've done wrong, you too need to be willing to forgive others the things that they've done wrong. Oh, yes. What a beautiful
1: way to look at it. I always talk about the energy you give out as the energy come back, that comes back to you. So true as you give out forgiveness always and that forgiveness can come back to you as well yeah yeah and as soon as you were talking about that bible verse uh i grew up catholic so we we don't know bibles i mean we we, we have the bible but we can't quote it you know I, it's a catholic thing but um yeah i think of like the lord's prayer the our father and it talks directly about it right in that prayer of uh forgiving those who trespass against us yeah
2: something yeah. that we have to do yes called to do that thing called forgiveness. Yeah. No way learned it.
1: (laughs) Right. Now do you do you offer suggestions to people like for how they can start upon that journey of of forgiveness?
2: Absolutely. And and I think you're you're saying it right. The the idea that it is a journey and we're all in different stages. um, And it's okay. Because as I mentioned to you too, it is actually God in us that do the forgiveness. You know, that, that actually allows us to forgive. We within ourselves cannot forgive. We can't do it. It's a, it's a very spiritual thing. Um, and so I know you probably have heard of uh, a doctor by the name of Enright. He has this model of forgiveness that he, um, he said there's this four step process of, of forgiveness. He calls the first step, the uncovering process where you're exploring the pain and, and the hurt that the person have done uh, to you. And some people just get stuck there. They're just constantly going through the story and this is what this person had done. But he said, no, we're supposed to move on to the next step. The next step is he calls it the decision phase. The decision phase is the, uh, the nature of forgiveness and discussing it, um, the idea that it's actually a choice that I have. I have the choice to forgive or not to forgive. And it is still an option. And so you're looking at the pros and the cons of forgiveness. And as I mentioned, there's so much pro to forgiving forgiving someone. Uh, So that's that decision phase. And then he called it the the next phase, the the work phase, is that process of looking at empathy aspect. What in the world was that person thinking? What did they go through? You know, this this idea of you hurting a person in that manner. You know, um, there's a saying that goes, those who hurt, hurt. Oh, yeah. yeah. And and, his, and I've added this part. Those who hurt, hurt. But forgiveness stops the cycle. <laughs> you know, So you got to make that decision to recognize there is empathy that I, I need to understand. So this is a working phase in the last phase. He calls it the deepening phase. That's when you start to make that resolution towards step by step, recognizing I need to forgive because it's healing and I can find meaning. I can find purpose in that forgiveness process. And that purpose can be to do podcasts, to share it with others. Again, it's an admirable thing because not too many people are able to do that. Um, You know, a story that I think is funny now, but when I was young, I would say, I can hold a grudge to no end. (laughs) Um, and, And I remember my cousin and I had an argument over a cat. It really was over a cat. We stopped talking for a whole year and we lived in the same house. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. It's just incredible that you can make up your mind not to forgive, but the same thing is true. You can make up your mind to forgive, you know? And so it's, it's a process, yes, but it's got to be a decision. And once that decision is made, and as I mentioned how the research is showing that your brain changes, your body physiology changes once you have the thought of forgiveness. So can you imagine when you actually execute that forgiveness, what happens then? <laughs> right? So, um, yeah, it is a, it's a process. And some people can go from phase one all the way down to phase four, Without a problem, some people, you know, probably like many, many people, they will have to they stay at stay phase one for a long time, and they finally move down to phase two and three. I'm mean, eventually, hopefully, they get to that healing place. Yeah, <laughs> they can recognize just how beautiful and meaningful it is to forget. Yes, absolutely. And
1: one thing too, kind of, kind of similar to grief—at least with my own experience—and you can speak mm-hmm. to this certainly—is sometimes we come back around to those feelings those emotions even when we've reached that point of forgiveness i know for myself i had done this forgiveness work and then something triggered me something came up and and i came back around and i thought ooh i still have some something lingering here with this individual and so i did some more work on it but but you can still come back around to those to mm-hmm. those um trauma responses
2: really to what that person had, had done to hurt you. That's true. And this is where the practice comes in. We have to practice. Yeah. This, is, this is something that we actually, you know, can't do on our own. But here, I, I when I work with, with clients and we're doing like cognitive behavior therapy, you know, I'll tell them to analyze their negative thoughts, of course, but they replace those negative thoughts with positive thoughts. I don't stop there. I have them write those positive thoughts about that, Situation that they're they're going through on a card, index card, and then um, because I, I practice, you know, Christian counseling, on the back of it, I say I'll tell them find a quote, find a Bible text that solidifies that thought, because now you want more truth than just the, your mere thought. You know, you want something that's solidified. You want something that says. This is why I do what I'm thinking. You know, this is why I'm going to think the thought that I have. Um, And when when you do that, you can walk around with those cards because, again, it's not a matter of if those negative thoughts are going to come. But when they come, you're ready. (laughs) You're ready. And so you have those cards in your hand and you study that card as if your life depends on it. Because that's how negative some of us are, are carrying a burden we're carrying in our minds. Um, and then you read that card over and over until you can sleep those thoughts. And thoughts can be replaceable. They are replaceable. So thoughts can be replaced, I should say. Uh, so once you start doing that, it's, it's work. It is work. It's just, as you mentioned, it's not uh, a matter of, of, of them coming. They will come, but the practice, you start practicing, you start practicing. So those thoughts are yours. Yes. Oh, thank you for that. And, and again, just
1: such a brilliant response because it's true. Any of these healing modalities really are a practice, whether it's mindfulness practice, um, yeah, yoga, meditation. But yes, forgiveness, it really is a practice. You're changing habitual patterns and that whole brain plasticities thing, you know, where you're creating new pathways in the brain, new ways of thinking uh, instead of the, the anger and the... Um, you know sometimes hatred for a person you can change that yeah
2: one of the things that i tell uh, individuals too, who have kids especially you need to teach them about forgiveness at a young age did you learn about forgiveness at a young age his his for the most part what people teach their children hey bobby you step on somebody's toe go apologize that's the level of forgiveness that a teaching that they give Um, But forgiveness is more than that. It's about, here, when you did what you did, what do you think Bobby felt? You know, go into it with with that mindset of teaching them about empathy. Teach kid at a young age about a concept of empathy. Teach them at a young age a concept of, you know, what it means to, to love a person so that you don't hurt but of course, we know that, you know, love, the one that you love the most are the one that's going to hurt you the most, right? But even still, what does that look like once that forgiveness comes? And it's not just apologize, you know, because anybody can apologize, but right. it's not. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. There was no heart work there, right? <laughs> so you bring in that heart work, the idea that you got to constantly think about what other person, you know, might be thinking and feeling when you do wrong. Uh, what is God thinking when you do wrong? Those kinds of things have them to, to learn it at a young age so that when it comes time for them to do this big thing called forgiveness because other person, you know, later on uh have hurt them, you're ready. They're ready. Right. They're inclined, I should say, <laughs> to do it as well. Yes. Oh, I remember, oh gosh, maybe 10
1: years ago, before I had stepped onto the healing path, um, my mom is incredibly spiritual. She's Always praying and and um, yes, going to daily mass at church and but she was the subject of of one of my perpetrators uh, that had sexually molested me at ten years old came up and she said oh Terry you just need to forgive him and let it go and move on and I was so angry at her because I was like. Because I wasn't yet in a place where I was ready to do that forgiveness work. Um, And so I think that's what the response, you know, when we say it's taboo, a lot of times what comes up is it's like people are just like, I'm not ready to do it. I don't want to do it. And so, but it really, really to just emphasize, you need to keep doing the healing work so that you do get to that place where you are ready and you can say, all right, it's time for me to do. To do some forgiveness
2: work, and it's not about getting over it. It's not like that. It's, it's again, even even the traumas that we go through. There's processes I believe that we can find meaning in all of them, and so to tell someone, "Oh, forget about it. Just stop thinking about it." Mm-hmm. That's that's the wrong approach. That's the right. wrong approach for forgiveness. That's causing more bitterness and angry, and you know, anger in the in person. Uh, and so we got to be mindful of our words when people are going through that process of forgiveness as well, you know? And it, it is, as I mentioned, it's a hard work and so it's gotta be heartfelt, you know? It's, 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 again, it's all about, it's a feeling. Forgiveness is actually a feeling. Once you have that feeling of um, uh, resentment gone away, you realize, man, I was carrying something that I didn't even recognize was there. <laughs> it's a feeling towards something that you're holding on to and it's very negative. And so once you say, "says I'm done with this, I want to do this. You to make that choice that I'm going to choose to do this. Then you start feeling a certain way. You start feeling differently, right? Um, but it is also the right thing to do. It is the right thing to do as well. Yes. Well, and I, it, I wish I wish I could put it in words. It really
1: is a heaviness. A heaviness of my. It was like my chest felt heavy. My heart felt heavy. And and once I was able to really work through that process, and it was a process over a time period, whew, that lightness that came about, um, right, and what you say is 100% accurate, um, There, it's just, it's just a, a transition happens, really. That's right, that's right,
2: that's right. Yeah.
1: Beautiful. All right, so, Anything else that you wanted to touch upon in this realm that we haven't had an opportunity to?
2: Wow, um, the subject of forgiveness. I mean, <laughs> you know, there's, there's so much that can be said, but we we can't be mindful, we have to be mindful to say, it. we can't forget that, you know, we have to mention that forgiveness is not condoning. It's, it's not just forgetting, it's not making excuses. It's not, you know, denying the fact that something happened. Um, it's not all of those things and it's not getting back into a horrible relationship either. <laughs> I have to put that in there. <laughs> it's yeah. none of those things. It's it's actually something that we, it's a gift that we're giving ourselves. It really is a gift that we are giving ourselves and the Lord has called us to do that. And once you make that decision to forgive, um, you know, it, it brings new opportunity in your future. So it's giving up uh, the hope, you know, that you can change the past, <laughs> you can't change the past, <laughs> but it's bringing about a future, a, a brighter way of looking at things, a new beginning. Um, and it's actually the best revenge. <laughs> You've heard that before, right? So forgiveness is the best revenge. It's And, and I've heard this quote before, it says that it's, um, it's setting a prisoner free and discovering that prisoner was you. <laughs> so. So, you know, give that, give that gift to yourself. So start forgiving, just start forgiving everybody. <laughs> yeah, I've not heard that quote before, how powerful and true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That prisoners wow. So start, just go ahead and release that prisoner free. You have that power to do that. Yeah. Because, that. <laughs> truly when you, when
1: you're carrying around that resentment, that hate, that whatever it is, those feelings, um, it just draws more negativity towards you because it's, Mm -hmm. you know, again, that energy you hold inside and put out into the world. It's just what keeps coming towards you and in. And as you reach that place of forgiveness, I know it certainly opened me up to more light and love and joy because I wasn't carrying that around anymore.
2: Probably better sleep too,
1: right? Yeah. 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 Awesome. beautiful so now how do how do people um, find you get a hold
2: of you okay well they can find me at mindcare.us www.mindcare.us or they can give us a call at 678-632-5152 and then we also have our email address that's talk at mindcare.us and we actually offer a 12 day intensive outpatient program for those who are dealing with uh, trauma. Uh, And uh, they come in and and it's a two hour um, a day program that they get 24 hours of just intensive outpatient program including music therapy and and culinary therapy and and exercise and um, and that fellowship that's needed. And of course they get counseling sessions individual and groups and um, and it's been powerful. It's been powerful to see the healing that takes place um, And then for those who can't come we also offer a 12-week uh, program that's online uh, And so we're able to help individual as well um, Any way that they feel comfortable in-house or <laughs> online and so that's what we do That's what we're about bringing healing to those who are hurting um, and it's, it's something that was not their fault uh, and sometimes it is their fault and they're holding on to this stuff. And so we help them through. Uh, we have a model that we follow called this mind where T stands for the plan. We provide them with ideas of, of thought and, and formalizing a plan for them. And H stands for, I love acronyms. So you'll see that. I love acronym. I love it. <laughs> H 4 stands for health. So we had our nurse practitioner that works with them as well on a physical level. Uh, but we talk about the health of the mind. We talk about the health of the body. We talk about the health of the soul. But that's age. I stands for identity. We, we show them, uh, teach them how to find their identity. A lot of times trauma causes us to lose sight of who we are, right? Uh, we have no idea who we are, what we're about. Uh, and so we talk about identity. As the spirituality. There's no way around it. <laughs> we talk about spirituality. Um, that's, that's this. And then we go, mine, M stands for ministry and mission. What is your mission in life? And we discover, uh, and, and, and they have recognized how their trauma plays a role in their ministry. I mean, it's beautiful once they get to that stage, of course. And then I, we talked about um, imitation, uh, how uh, there's a lot that goes there. <laughs> but N is where we are at right now discussing. We talk about the need to forgive. So it's actually part of our acronym, the need to forgive. There's, there's something that we um you know, we we show them, we we in, we analyze with them, find out what what phase of this forgiveness process that they're in and find out how to move them to the next phase and so forth. Um and then ultimately de destiny. Where where do we go from there? <laughs> So, this is this mind. It's actually an acronym that was based on Philippians 2, verse 5. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And so, we use this idea of what is this mind? And yeah. so, we dive into it. We dive into it. And um, within 12 days, it's been incredible to see just the transformation that can t- take place uh, with individuals' lives as a result of just going through this mind. Beautiful. So Wow, you got me a little teary there for
1: just a second. I mean, the way you related it back to a Bible verse and yes, yeah, asked, what is this mind? What does that oh, yeah. mean? What does it stand for? So <laughs> I love it. And um, so the 12-week program, do people work through Zoom with you?
2: Yeah, they do. Okay, They, you know, they use a, a platform. Sometimes we use Google Meet. And so we use more of a secure uh, platform where yeah. uh, they, they get different, um code so that they had their own codes and uh, not anyone can just pop in at any stage right. so we do use a, a secure platform for
1: that as well so yeah that's what we do. oh my gosh well again I just love I love the work you're doing I'm so glad we connected and I resonated with your with your blog piece and I was very again how funny is that I was very drawn to it when I I I, I don't read There's just so much amazing information on Pace's connection. And, but for whatever reason, I came across yours and it just, I I felt like I had to read it. And so I did. And then I felt like I had to comment. So I did. (laughs) And yeah, yeah. That forgiveness part is just, it's been key in my my journey. So, yeah.
2: Good, I'm glad. And so many people can find that freedom too, if they only knew. And sometimes they need that person to walk alongside with them. Um, to help but um we we all need to recognize just the importance
1: of it yeah beautiful all right well we um yeah we've covered a lot um i could talk about forgiveness for you know a day or two with you so (laughs) yeah all right well it's just been a joy having you here thank you for sharing your beautiful insights and uh the work you're doing to help others along their
2: healing journey there's a lot that. Thank you so much. And I'll be keeping your ministry in our prayers as well. Oh. You're doing a great work. You're doing a great work to bring this information out. Uh, so many people need to know.
1: Yes, for sure. Thank you so much. All right. Well, everyone, thank you for joining us today on the Healing Place podcast. And remember, until next time, be gentle with yourself. Thanks. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you so much for listening today. To the Healing Place podcast with your host and trauma warrior, Terry Welbrock. If you enjoyed this episode and want to learn more about Terry, her mission, and the hope for healing journey, visit Terry's website at www.terrywelbrock.com. Thank you for liking, commenting, sharing, and offering your reviews on our YouTube channel, audio outlets, and Facebook page. And. As Terry reminds us, until next time, remember, be gentle with yourself.